All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, June the 30th, 2021, and I just want to say for those, um, I mean, in any parts of the world where it's boiling hot right now, let me tell you that I can definitely relate. For those that think, you know, in Canada, the whole stereotype of it not being hot and things like that, and it constantly being cold, ah, it's kind of true, but not always. In this particular case, we caught a lot of this uh, this heat that's been coming down. But anyways, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. So first off, again, news from all over the world. Um, New York City mayor has urged citizens to reduce electricity use immediately to avoid blackouts. Uh, again, it, it's th this is one of the things with environmental issues. Now, again, we can look at this at a state-by-state -state issue. We could say, you know, a certain state is more prepared than other states, and ultimately that comes down to the people of that respective state who, you know, they decide what to, um, what to do with regards to where to allocate tax dollars and funds and things like that. But again, in pure theory, in, in the eyes of the system... It works. It's supposed to work, right? The whole allocation and preparation for things like this and natural disasters and what have you. But in practice, you know, money gets smudged, things go missing. And I say that with air quotes, you know, money gets, you know, uh, sent off and attributed to be like some type of, I guess we could say, consulting uh, type of um payment, if you will, which is how a lot of these these guys get away with, you know, skimming off the top, as they call it, consulting, very similar, except far more complicated, but similar to what mobsters used to do uh, back in the day in the construction business. But anyways, um, the next thing is that uh, Gap, um, the clothing store, is going to close all of its stores in Britain and Ireland, citing market dynamics for the closures. Again, market dynamics, pretty simple, if you ask me, in my opinion, it's 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 I mean, I would dare to say most of it is because of Amazon. I mean, you you you, you click buy and it's at your house within 24 hours in some cases. So, you know, why would people, especially during a pandemic, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. This is one of the most common sense things I think everybody knows. You don't have to be a business person to know this. Why would you want to leave the house, right? And now again, we could talk about whether or not the virus is legitimate and things like that. But in a hypothetical scenario, it makes sense. Why would you not want to just click something on the website? Now, again, I mean, instead of going out to, to, to actually physically go out and buy things, I understand people like to go out still. People still like to go out and do things because it keeps them busy. But in my humble opinion, that is still not going to be enough in terms of a financial uh, perspective to keep that sort of threshold there for these companies to, to stay afloat, in, in my opinion. Um, the next thing is that Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction was just overturned in Pennsylvania's highest court. And uh, he's walking out a free man. Um, I was going to record this episode a couple hours ago until I saw this news break and a few others, and I decided to let it sit for another hour or so before I recorded to just see if new revelations would play out. Again, I don't know the specifics of this case. I don't know how it came to be overturned. Um, his Cosby's lawyers were citing that he had served, I think, two or three out of his 10-year sentence or something like this. Um, again, this is what happens within the eyes of the law, within the litigation process. Sometimes things get thrown out, things get overturned. I know in Canada we have a... Um, a certain and again I'm not a lawyer by any means let me make that clear but in Canada we have a certain process where sometimes a charge is stayed which basically means that the charges are not dropped but the uh, the crown which is the uh, the government in Canada w will not be pursuing any further charges so that could be a very similar situation I don't know if the specifics of Mr. Cosby's uh, uh, lawsuit are out there or the legalities are out there but again either way he's walking out of there a free man right so 
the next thing is that the PLA, which is the uh, Chinese, uh, China's People's Liberation Army, which is, you know, very arguably controlled by the CCP at this point, allegedly, is building more than 100 new silos for intercontinental ballistic missiles, or IBMs for short, uh, out in the Gansu Desert uh, in a major expansion of their nuclear arsenal and capabilities. Well... Again, this is reported by the Washington Post, and I want to be very vigilant of this, just because whenever certain things like this are reported, sometimes they are skewed or they're uh, narrated in a way to suit, obviously, the Western narrative. So I'm not trying to defend China or the CCP, um, but again, we also have to look at the different areas of where the CCP has its tentacles into, you know, the into the Chinese, uh, into China, into the country in and of itself, right? So when I look at this, I mean, look, I, I don't... Do I see a big threat? I think that secretly they've all been doing this stuff for years, which is why I don't see the whole provocation of, you know, oh my God, everyone, look, this whole thing of trying to divert attention from the mainstream media. Look, they've been building it for a while. The CIA has known about it. If it was really a big threat, I'm sure the CIA would have at least attempted to, to nip it in the butt metaphorically, right? So the next thing is that uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who was the former Secretary of Defense, I believe, uh, he just recently died today, a handful of hours ago, according to his family at the age of 88 now Donald Rumsfeld for those that are old enough to remember I've I've I'm a, I don't want to call myself a historian but I, I'd like to think that I looked into the history of American politics quite extensively in the last couple of years starting with the um, with uh, with the Nixon administration and even before in some cases but Donald Rumsfeld has been known to do many I guess we could say interesting and I say that with air quotes and shady things and I don't have a smirk on my face because that's a good thing it, it, the guy is on uh, has been argued on both sides to be riddled with corruption he was one of those guys that really didn't care what people thought of him and look if that's the way he chose to live his life then so be it right but that guy had tremendous amounts of power we could argue that he is one of the or i don't want to say the only but he is one of the main apparatuses or reasons for the united states going into iraq if we look at 9 11 because he was in there when nixon uh mr rumsfeld was was in government when nixon was in there at a high level and then he came back during uh bush jr the second bush so i mean look he would be someone that i would consider deep state if you want to call if you want to put a, a face to the name or the, a face to the label he would definitely be one of them donald rumsfeld dick Cheney those guys we're talking we're talking deep state guys right there so again look some people liked him a lot some people didn't it is what it is uh the next thing is that the new u.s air force fitness test will feature walking instead of running and modified push-ups as the service is experimenting with a quote choose your own adventure physical fitness test end quote now this was only previously available for airmen in the past um to walk if instead of run if they had a medical condition and a medical waiver for it Again, I don't, a lot of people are saying that this is not the way to go. It doesn't show strength and things like that. I'll be honest with you folks. I personally would like to see the full context of what the prior U.S. Air Force training was. With that being said, to be fair, this is experimental. However, I don't, in my, if you want my humble opinion, folks, I'll be totally straight with all of you. In terms of joining the Army or the military or things like that, right? I firmly believe you gotta, and I'm not trying to sound like a warmonger here or a pro-war type of person, but you gotta have a strong military, and in my humble perspective, however, I will say before I go on, my opinion could always be changed, so if I'm missing context, please let me know, but in my perspective, this is not the way to do it. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we have to be all macho and manly. Times change, technology changes, things change, I get that. Certain things that were so significant 30, 40 years ago are not even close to being relevant now. The point I'm trying to make, though, is that 
why is is this whole choose your own adventure physical fitness test? You want to be in the army? No, 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 no. You, in my humble perspective, you got to get down to business, whether it's mentally, physically, or both. You see what I'm saying now? Let me be clear as well, because I don't want to seem like some big macho guy, because many of you could easily say, Dave, how come you're not in the army if you make it sound like that? Well, I'll be honest with you, folks. I actually tried to apply at one, at one point. It didn't end up working because of some medication that, I've, that I'm on and, uh, or that I was taking at the time. And I got turned down. So listen, I'll be honest. Am I, am, am I made for it personally? No, and I have no problem admitting that, which is why I'm saying if, if, people, if people get their quote-unquote feelings hurt because they get turned down, what about me? You know what I mean? Now, okay, yes, this, you know, Canadian Army, a little different than American, but again, just to give you folks a bit of a story to be able to relate, I mean, it's it's right there, right? So, uh, the next thing is that Dr. Fauci has claimed that there may be, uh, may soon be, and I quote, two Americas due to the widening gap between vaccinated and unvaccinated people, end quote. Can I be honest with you folks? I appreciate the fact that he brought this up and I'll tell you why. I brought this up many times before in uh, conversations with friends, family, even uh, I think during live streams that we've done as well too. But um, I was watching Bill Maher a couple years ago and before you pause this and go, holy crap, he watches Bill Maher. <laughs> Just bear with me. I like to get a, a perspective of all the establishment, independent, all angles, right? Or at least I try to. And Jordan Peterson w went on Bill Maher in this particular episode. And this was before COVID, by the way, folks. And Jordan Peterson asked Bill Maher and the other people on the panel he goes, what do you do about the roughly 70 million Americans that love Trump? And what do you do uh, in terms of like trying to prevent a sort of like, you know, um, economic and cultural divide, if you will, people splitting up because cultural divides then lead to economic ones because of the way the belief system filters down within the human brain, right? So the point I'm trying to make is this. Jordan Peterson asked Bill Maher on the panel a couple years ago, what do you do about these 70 million Americans? Because you cannot just throw them away. They are Americans. And even if they do like Trump, because obviously Bill Maher doesn't, Jordan Peterson said, you can't discount them. And Bill Maher said, listen, I agree. And you know what I found interesting, folks? They couldn't come to a conclusion. They couldn't find an answer. And Jordan Peterson himself admitted he didn't have one, and I understand that, and I can uh, and I can relate to that in the sense of, in this case, what do you do about people that don't want to be vaccinated in terms of how does it affect the businesses, things like that? I don't have the answer, folks, but I think it's very similar to what Mr. Peterson asked Bill Maher a couple years ago. Just like, you know, what do you do with people with totally opposing political views? What do you do with people with totally opposing vaccination views? It's the same thing, which will only lead to some type of, I guess, separation. And hey, I mean, not just within the U.S., but around the world, we see this type of division. And if that's what it'll lead to, then it, I mean, I guess it is what it is. But I don't want to just, you know, play it off like that. But I, I will admit to I don't have the answer. Right. The next thing is that the State Department will no longer require medical documents, United States State Department, excuse me, proving gender for travel documents. The Biden administration is adding an X, uh, an X gender mark box to check off again. I'll be honest with you folks, it doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life. There's a lot of people that say that this is not good, uh, you know, especially with what I just mentioned about the Air Force, uh, the, the U.S. Uh, Air Force with their, their, their experimentation of those tests in addition to this. Look, again, I'll be honest, I have no problem with there being an extra checkbox on there. It's not a big deal to me personally. If I'm missing context, then please let me know. But I don't, I'll be honest with you folks, and maybe please tell me in the comments on YouTube if you think I'm wrong, but I don't believe that adding an X to a checkbox on, on, on a passport or for flying within a, within the United States is, uh, sh is a sign of weakness um, to the rest of the world. However, the physical test with the Air Force, a little bit of a different story, different context, okay? So, 
you know, it, trying to be unbiased here, but if you want my opinion, that's that's what I think. Um, the next thing is that an, Aus an Australian town 800 miles from the nearest city in Australia uh, just went into full lockdown because of one single case of COVID. Again, I'm not trying to play this one way or the other. Take that as you will. If everyone in the town is okay with being locked down, then so be it. But a town of, you know, almost a thousand, uh, sorry, uh, 800 miles, almost a thousand miles from the closest city, store, you name it. One person gets COVID, they lock down. Like I said, folks, if the town's okay with it, let them do it. If the town is not okay with it, very different story, right? The next thing is that um, many are noticing that Kim Jong-un has lost a very decent amount of weight. I don't know if I brought this up earlier, but anyways, um, he seems to have lost a decent amount of weight. Um, with that being said, he's been making more appearances, more appearances to basically fume and rant about how government workers didn't do their job during the pandemic. So first off, to address the weight issue, he could be sick or it could be very simple. Maybe he's just eating less, a little healthier, and he's actually exercising doesn't take that much, you know what I mean, with regards to, uh, you know, speculation, oh, is he sick, is he this or that, maybe he's actually exercising, and if he isn't, then I'll admit that I'm wrong, no problem, um, with regards to the government workers, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I guess, I mean, well, when you have a country closed off like that, you don't need a pandemic to, to realize that your workers are not doing their job, but especially during an alleged pandemic, and they're still not doing their job, because you're probably not feeding them, from my understanding, I mean, <laughs> It's, it's interesting, right? Um, and the next thing is that hundreds of Canadians have reportedly died due to the recent heat wave. Yeah, there's been, like I said at the beginning of the episode, there's been a lot. Um, the next thing is that Myanmar is set to release 2,000 prisoners, which is always great to see um, in this case, because ultimately, like I say, the people that end up suffering the most, whether it's, you know, Myanmar and coups, the Ukraine coup or Israel and Hamas, it's the, it's the innocent people, the bystanders, right? The, the people in the middle that suffer the most. Um, the next thing is that Putin did a yearly question and answer that he normally does every year, except for last year because it was postponed due to COVID. Um, but he said, uh, and I believe this was, I think it was today or yesterday uh, at the latest, he said he doesn't believe in forcing vaccinations or making them mandatory. And he also gave some more insights into the uh, alleged subtle events leading up to the confrontation with the UK destroyer. He claimed uh, Russian intelligence told him that NATO was doing reconnaissance early in the morning to uh, help uh, scan the areas of the British warship uh, for it to go in uh, Russian territory, that Putin said. So allegedly NATO, uh, again, we all know realistically, the U.S. has the biggest pull in NATO, sent a warship, uh, sorry, sent a, um, excuse me, sent a jet to do some uh, reconnaissance in the uh, in the early morning hours before the British warship came, which is what Putin is basically saying. They saw this coming. They watched closely. They fired the warning shot. And that was that, even though Britain claimed the warning shot did not happen again. This time around, Russia kind of proved with the footage, right? As assuming that footage is legitimate. So... The next thing is that uh, Brazil just uh, issued a fire ban and Bolsonaro redeployed the military to fight the Amazon blazes in the jungle. Um, and Braz the government of Brazil will also be suspending its COVID vaccine deal with India's Bharat Biotech. Again, look, I, uh, so, so be it. I mean, you know, it, Bolsonaro is, is trying to, it seems like, gain... Um, favorability because a lot of people don't like him but a lot of people also allegedly do because of his you know his ability to sort of fight back be a provocateur if you will i don't know where i stand on mr bolsonaro personally i would need to delve into him much more but again it seems like he's making last minute political moves to gain political points i, I could be wrong but we'll see um and with regards to canceling the deal with india's Bharat biotech uh, 
Brazil's been, in my humble perspective, in terms of ordering these vaccines, they've been a mess. Doesn't mean that they were supposed to be, a, you know, um, organized, if you will. But in terms of compared to other countries, it seems that Bolsonaro's been, and I could be wrong here, they've been, he's been making, you know, back and forth moves. He'll say one thing, then the next day, oh, I don't know. Then the next day after that, I'm not sure. And then he backtracks. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the next thing is that the, U, uh, the chief of the UN has asked India to end the use of pellet guns on Kashmir children. I, 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 okay, I mean, is it, is it really, again, I'm not trying to be emotionless to this, but is this really affecting them? Is this a legit thing? I mean, people must think that for the United Nations chief to ask that these pellet guns must be dangerous, but I don't know. Um, the next thing is that Pakistan soldiers were killed in a firing or a shootout along the Afghanistan border. Again, Middle East, we got problems, right? Unfortunately, not in all cases, but unfortunately. Um, the next thing is that Twitter now faces another new child pornography lawsuit. We'll see what comes of that. Uh, Somalia is planning to hold an indirect presidential election on October 10th, which is equally as interesting. So again, it's uh, it's been um, anticipated within Somalia, respectively, and we will see what comes of that there if the process is in fact you know legitimate and democratic as they say. The next thing is that um, Alan Weisselberg, who is Trump, uh, Trump's CFO and was also the chief financial officer when Trump's father, Fred Trump, was in, at the Trump Organization. Um, so Alan Weisselberg and the Trump Organization are expected to be charged with tax-related crimes, but apparently Trump himself will not face any charges. I could see a number of reasons why Trump won't personally get charged in this case. First off, I don't know the case in detail, but let's just assume for the sake of this conversation, hypothetically, this is a legitimate case. What I'm finding to be the situation here is that they don't want to put a former president in jail for the sake of optics with that being said though I'm not saying Trump is guilty I'm just saying hypothetically right in this situation so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there because ultimately I, I want to see what um, I, I basically want to see what uh, what goes on in that uh, in that case if Trump gets charged or not and uh, the the final thing is that uh, from my understanding a hundred and eighty two um, unmarked graves were dug up in Canada again at a First Nations residential school from my understanding so again it just keeps coming this is I believe the third mass grave dig up I'm not even joking folks so again it's very unfortunate but that's it for today we'll catch all of you for another news episode tomorrow we have uh, two members episodes dropping tonight for Patreon and we got a, a public episode coming very shortly as well for those that are not members so thank you very much and we'll catch all of you very soon cheers